I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, joined as ever by my glamorous host, uh, co-host Shane Brennan. How are you doing, Shane? I'm very well, very well. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're going to reveal a bit of the mystique behind the production of I Love That Ad um, because we're recording this before the All-Ireland Final. So uh, hence, there's a bit of excitement contained. So by the time you're you're listening or watching this episode, I'm either missing presumed happy somewhere in Mayo for the last couple of days or else I'm gloomy back at my desk. Uh, yeah. It's going to be one or the other. Uh that's funny i not that i forgot that the match is tomorrow but <laughs> I, I forgot that someone gives that much of a shit about it who i talk to all the time so and i was you were a bit off this morning when we were chatting and i was like oh he's probably very nervous about tomorrow now that you've said that i hadn't I, and by the time anyone uh, watches this it's too late to go any tickets lads because uh, i've either ha- got one or i haven't i currently do not have one um, so hopefully that changes by by Saturday or day. maybe they lose and you're going to be grateful you weren't there or it goes to a repeat, and I get a ticket for the repeat. No, and that's if you're not getting one for the you're not getting one for the first. You're not getting it for the repeats on unless the re, they put the repeat on the t- the twenty third of October. Well, <laughs> here's hoping. <laughs> no, let's um, uh, let's close it out this Saturday okay. or last Saturday. Maybe we, we, we did. All, Maybe we, we didn't. We all say a prayer, <clears throat> prayer because then Mayo people can shut the fuck up about this forever, and they have exactly. their one, and they can go away. The lads can retire, like Chalky might retire. From the world i'm done i'm done man if we if we've done we if we've have have done it by this stage i'm i'm, I'm done uh that's that's just me uh, i'll move somewhere else um it's great uh well we we can't do there too much this morning because we we've fairly jam-packed episode mm-hmm. today is uh we are looking at some great examples of road safety advertising i suppose shane in the last uh i suppose decade or two living in ireland we're kind of conditioned to the more shocking uh style of road safety adver- advertising mm-hmm. um and that that has its own purpose but but when you look outside other markets different markets deal with it differently yeah there's a lot of ways to ex- explore this topic like i think what's interesting around road safety like i was only thinking when we brought up this topic i remember one time when i was younger because i remember pre seatbelts. Mm. Um, I'm only a small bit older than you but like it would have been around 50 kids in the back and a dog yeah but I remember one time when we had a people carrier and I decided to hide in the car and scare my mom like I was able to hide in the back of the car and not be worried about not wearing a seatbelt because seatbelts weren't necessarily demanded poor mother (laughs) poor Bernie while she was driving (laughs) passing a moor park at the roundabout I was in the back of the seven seater and went (laughs) I'd say you got a hiding for that one I don't really Uh, remember maybe I did get a really bad one but no I think she kind of laughed like laugh scared I think she was laughed because she didn't crash the car yeah yeah true but also the fact that Jesus my seven year old's a weird fella (laughs) <laughs> in her head she was like oh, that's another first. job she has to do now is check clear the car before she goes on any journey oh but I, god but i remember i think we used to go to france um most summers and i think it was the law in france right so i think we kind of we knew about the crack but it was just so loosey-goosey over here when i was younger mm-hmm. um but then you've just seen the evolution of like and me having a kid with I saw fix now. You know what I mean? I've seen the evolution from my childhood in 30 years ago to how 
conscious and I guess safe we are from a like a base level. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't no even have to think dri- about it. Yeah, like no drink driving, try not to text like don't text when you're you're driving, don't you know, all these stuff that people like I only watched something recently, um, I don't know how I came across it on Instagram and it, I I nearly want to show it. Um if I find it before I edit it, I might just throw it up here. But it's an interview with Irish people in the 70s or, or maybe it's the it must be the 80s it just looks like the 70s because everything 30 years ago is the 70s in my head but um or maybe it's the 90s about why they don't want to wear seatbelts and they're like no uh, i don't agree with seatbelts and it's like it's the weirdest thing to watch and that's how far we've come on you know what i mean it's like watching a yeah. crazy person talk you're like why would you not wear a seatbelt <laughs> yeah it's, it's and it's funny like it, even even like recent campaigns uh and when i say recent i say in the last 10 years so the likes of banning using your mobile phone that's such a a natural habit now to not use you know pick up your phone unless you're on a hands-free or what have you uh, that or text and drive that when you do see someone when you're out and driving you see someone like this with their phone in here it's jarring to see it like like if someone wasn't wearing a seatbelt you'd be like what are you doing it's like seeing someone litter yeah yeah it is it's that's what it's like it's like you're literally you're kind you judge them you judge them straight away and it's i suppose that's that's a really good testament to that culture changing and the ads working to to change that culture but uh we're going to look at some kind of international examples of of how road safety uh the various topics of road safety can be dealt with dealt with so we'll go straight into to your first one shane if you don't mind yeah no problem so um originally I kind of changed my my ad last minute um, because originally I was going for kind of traditional TVC that I, I really do like. You know what I mean? I, I really do. What was that one you were going for first? I was going to go for the anatomy of, um, is it of a split second by BBDO mm. um, in Dublin, which is very, very good piece. ad. Yeah. Really like it. I just love the way they, it, it's shocking without showing anything and, and kind of really really hits home that this is a split second like everyone can make a mistake mm. in a split second so it kind of puts you on a on a good type of edge like don't don't look for a second you know what i mean yeah. um but i decided not to go with that even though very good and i do love the ad um everyone in bbdo because i wanted to kind of call out something i love when something is done completely off the wall different do you know what i mean um mm-hmm. so there was one i knew about that I decided this is the one I think we should look at. Um, so without further ado, I'll pull it up. If you haven't seen this, you're gonna it's it's shocking in a different type of way. Um, and then we'll talk about it after. Okay, so I'll I'll lash up the Great. case study now. The Transport Accident Commission in Australia has sparked huge international debate after they released a car accident awareness campaign unlike any other you've seen before. Part interactive sculpture, part educational tool, and ultimately a catalyst for conversation, Graham shows us how the human body would need to change to survive a low-impact crash. Over several months, a trauma surgeon and a road safety engineer collaborated with a world-renowned artist using decades of road safety data, medical research, and creativity to deliver evolution underpinned by evidence. During the process, key weaknesses in the human body were identified and modified. 
Each physiological change was a new source of information, showing what happens to our bodies in common crash scenarios. We then launched Graham in the state's capital and toured the country to areas where drivers are more likely to be in an accident. Visitors were the first to use Tango, Google's new augmented reality technology, to go beneath his skin and better understand his anatomy. And to further educate our future drivers, Graham was integrated into the school curriculum. Our new face of road safety was then pushed out through all channels. Within 24 hours, he'd sparked a global road safety conversation as he was discussed, debated, and even memed. This is Graham. What started as an Australian road safety campaign had become part of pop culture. And in May 2017, Graham will join the World Health Organization as their international face of road safety to remind all of us of our vulnerability on the road. Yeah, so that's the campaign um, from Australia called Meet Graham by BBDO. Um, and the TAC, the Transport Accident Commission in Australia. So um, uh, I know you've seen that before, Aaron, because I know we, we've talked about it before. But um, for me, I just adore the way they took a problem. And Australia in particular, very famous for their very gruesome uh, uh, TV ads around um, uh, road safety. So they had a tradition mm -hmm. in their country to, to go that shocking route, which, which we know from the stats most likely does work. But they decided to, I imagine though, like any type of creative, it does kind of become wallpaper after a while. Mm -hmm. The shock value leaves it, do you know what I mean? You have to keep going worse and worse and worse until you kind of, where do you go with it? This, as I said at the start, I found shocking in, in, in just in a different way. Because it's shocking that one, that they, they did it. And two, it's like, um, I don't know if I've said this before, but the uncanny valley. Mm -hmm. So when, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that's, it's, it's a... Um, it's a problem a lot of animators came across when it came to CGI was if you it, there's it's deep rooted in loads of different things in the human brain about how we recognize each other it's it's some people believe it has stuff to do with the Fibonacci sequence and how we analyze um, our faces but it's more if you have something that kind of looks like a human but isn't right it makes people incredibly uncomfortable right um, so yeah, stuff like Polar Express, like the animation mm. in Polar Express, creepy Famous as Famous example, isn't it? Because you're, they're like, this shouldn't be terrifying, but it's absolutely terrifying because e it looks... Even with uh, Tom Hanks, everyone's favourite person yeah. at the helm. You're just constantly <laughs> waiting for him to attack the child. <laughs> you turn into a vampire <laughs> yeah, on the train or like, something. It's like you just, you, there's a constant, there's a mistrust because the way our brain processes the fact that it's just not human enough, right? Mm. So this for me taps into that because you look at it and you go what the fuck is that um and i just think the, the intelligence to to explore that route and then two the other thing i was thinking about this campaign just in more detail last night and what i love about what they did was it's just proves you're not designed to take a car crash Mm -hmm. this is how we prove this like the things they did to the body like thickening the skull getting rid of the neck concaving the nose made his chest inflatable on impact they even 
change the joints in his in his legs to make him pedestrian safe. So if he got hit by a car on a path, he has extra joints in his shin and ankles so that he'd survive it. That's disgusting. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But the, the detail they went into yeah. to, to, to overemphasize the point that we are not evolved or designed to take these impacts it's yeah. like it's like the same it's it's like saying to someone it's it's like someone risking trying to hold their breath for 10 minutes and then it's been like no 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 here's here's a fish or here's here's a here's a dolphin you don't look anything like a dolphin dolphins can hold their breath for hours it's like yeah. you're not a dolphin you're like yeah i don't look like a dolphin that makes sense i'm not a dolphin so what they've done <laughs> is here's graham here's graham graham is designed to take a car crash you are not graham you are not designed to survive a car crash and you're like yeah okay that makes sense that makes but sense it, it's incredibly well done in terms of the, mm. the art the art the actual construction of graham like mm-hmm. it looks like he's about to start talking to you yeah no no it's that's was that's what probably based on the art like the artist um they picked they they they, they didn't what I like is they didn't have to do this. And what's interesting, yeah. this won a lot of digital awards. So um, even though you'd probably maybe classify it potentially as experiential because it was a sculpture that lived in a in a, in a museum, but this one, top digital marks at can, all that. And that's just, I love though that it's not digital. Yeah, it's very ambient more than digital. But it's they did like a 360 tour and information based off it. That's why I think it, it came out top on digital because they yeah. realized most people wouldn't get to the museum. So therefore, they, they digitized what they did. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that neck though, that that neck is unbelievable. Get that for yeah. lifting weights or something like that. Just to, just to see what the crack is. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, no, I just think it's a really really cool campaign starting off a lot of conversation and i for me what i love about this as i said um i really like that um that anatomy of a split second but what i really love about this is that i've not seen anything like this before and it stopped It, it just it just cut through that potential wallpaper of mass media and did something very different and made me remember like I, I think of this campaign I like a lot of time we talk about stuff on this podcast that kind of influenced our way of thinking and our way of deconstructing ideas um, and problems and this is one of the ones that is is a staple in my head to be like you could go the traditional route but remember Graham I was like and that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen I was like just good look different at it but I just think it's very impressive um, I don't have any statistics around uh, any uh, any impact that Graham had on rove safety, but it's more there. All the results are based on just pure eyeballs and conversation, and the assumption mm. that that just even keeping the conversation going about Awareness. road safety would therefore, yeah, have an impact. There's no there's no hard stats on it, but yeah, I just I just love it. I think um, BBDO did a, did a great job there. It's a good example, really good example. Uh, thanks for that one, Shane. Um, yeah, great campaign. Um, so move on to my one. Uh, be uh, this is from South America, um, and this is called School Zone Radio, and it's by Suzuki. So we'll have a look at the case study first, and then chat a bit more about it. Meu sonho era uma faculdade de jornalismo, mas o acidente interrompeu tudo. 
fui a atravessar o carro velho me jogou longe. Veio e me atropelou. Dirija com cuidado. Uma mensagem da Suzuki. Yeah, very clever. Like that. Yeah, very, very clever campaign. Um, that's Suzuki's uh, School Zone Radio. So it was, it was run in Brazil, obviously Sao Paulo, mm -hmm. um, but it was run by an agency called Africa. Uh, cue me being very confused when I was trying to research this yeah. <laughs> where Sao it was. Paulo School Zone Africa. It's like, yeah. Um, so that was back in 2016 and, and I saw that a number of years ago and it, it, it really stood uh, with me and mm. it's it's one that uh, I thought was really effective um, in terms of the need more so than anything else. That stat blows me away that 6,000 kids in Brazil, were run over near their schools. That's mm. that's an insane figure. Well, I'd believe it because at my primary school, two kids were when I was there. That and Port Leash is the Sao Paulo of artists. <laughs> no, yeah, two. I remember. Wow. I remember two kids. Um, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, when they said it, I was like, yeah. I believe that it's just kids running across the road. You know, seeing the parent. Yeah, just darting, darting across. across, not thinking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's a it's an, an insane figure that, and it was it was a really good, uh, clever use of of that mm. kind of just just uh, interruption technology. Um, I did a number of years ago look into seeing if that technology is of being able to be used in Ireland for mm -hmm. like black spots or kind of areas of of uh, yeah. notoriety in terms of of accidents. Um, you can't you can't use radio uh, blockers or transmitters in, in the European Union. I was going to say... Big no-no. It's a big no. I, I found like, that out pretty quickly. <laughs> because I was like, whoa, they're just cutting across the... Ra like I was like, they're interfering with the message because that's only ever happened to me once. And I was driving through the port tunnel. Yes. And it was at the start of the pandemic. Terrifying. There was a, I put I think I put it up on Instagram. It scared the living shit out of me. It was like an emergency. I think they were... I was the only car in the tunnel and I think they were like, fuck it, just test the emergency message. And it cut across my radio. And I was like, oh God. It's happening. You don't know what's going on. You think your no. car is being taken over control, yeah. like, well, especially in the tunnel, because that's such a 
enclosed space you know what i mean if all the lights go red you're meant to stop which has happened before in the middle of the tunnel by myself i've had to stop um so yeah i imagine no it's not it's not something that it's something you can definitely get away with in brazil (laughs) yeah but not something you get away with here but still look it's it's the it's it's the right technology to get away with it if you if you know what i mean like yeah so a nice example of a campaign we can't do uh this uh, this side (laughs) of the water but um yeah like it, even like th- that song if you're doing that on your commute more than likely you're traveling by that same school every day you know if you're yeah. if you're driving by it at that yeah, time yeah, in the yeah. morning it's your it's your commute that song's going to get annoying uh which is good for this campaign because it goes it, it cuts through you know your annoyance reminds you that you're in in, in a school zone and uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to slow down there but i just thought it was a nice example of again using technology to try and help mm-hmm. solve uh, a problem not as applicable in this market but uh it's it's lovely to see it when it yeah. is done yeah I, I i think it's not necessarily applicable the exact way they did it you know what i mean um yeah. but there's definitely there's you know what i mean if you could figure out a way to do something akin to it but just yeah. not using illegal technology big no no big no no big fines big fines um Um, but that's really that's really nice i'd never i'd never seen that cheers um well that that's that's my main campaign but but given the topic and and kind of you alluded earlier on shane i kind of had a bonus ad we want to show on this one and this is this is one of the first road safety ads that I remember having a massive cultural sea change in the country uh, and maybe mm-hmm. it's because we saw it at a younger age mm-hmm. um, but when you talked about seatbelts and especially in the back seat in particular that you know seatbelts in your front in the front fair enough you wear them that's the crack but it was very optional and you're probably a bit of the, a bit of the nerd if you're wearing one in the back seat uh, in the 90s um, but then this campaign came out in in the early noughties and this is one that I think everyone can identify with that it, it made made them realize how important it is to wear uh, everyone to wear the seatbelt not just one or two but everyone has to wear it mm-hmm. uh, or else there, there, there's no point so um this is this is michael so i'm just gonna we'll put throw up michael and then we'll we'll have yep. a quick chat body to body funky to funky we know how to rock your this is michael Today, he's going to hit his girlfriend so hard, she ends up with permanent brain damage. in this vehicle. The girl is critical. They say the guy without the seatbelt did the damage. No seatbelt, no excuse. From DOE, supported by AXA Insurance. Yeah, I remember that. That gave me chills. That line, they say the guy without the seatbelt did the damage. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. It's quite uh, It's a tough tough ad to watch at times, mm. um, but it's an incredibly intriguing ad as well from a from a production point of view, but seeing the now we're we're well past when that ad was aired, seeing the cultural change that has made. When um, was that aired? Uh, 
Do we that know? was early 2000s, uh, 2002. Okay. Uh, that was created by Lyle Bailey International um, in Belfast. And they were synonymous with creating a lot of the impactful okay. um, road safety ads uh, in the north that we would have seen a lot of as, uh, as well. But that was... That was one that had a real, real impact for, for, for everyone, sure. no matter how young you were, right through to how old you were, because well, everyone was in the backseat at a certain time. What I think is the genius about that ad is the honesty in understanding people's thought process, which was, oh no, sure, it'll be grand, we won't be in a car crash, right? He's not a, he, the driver, he's a safe driver, it'd be grand, we're just going up the road. Mm-hmm. And that crash does not happen because of the person in Michael's car, they did everything right. Yeah. So, and that's told in a split second. They've not done anything wrong. Your man coming against them crosses the white line and smashes into them. So, but there was an honesty. There used to be a thought. It was like, oh no, the safe driver. You know, you know what I mean. Like if you'd have got into, especially when you were seventeen, eighteen, and you got into a car with with a head the ball. He used to drive the RS out of a Glanza. <laughs> you were like, "What? Well, fucking okay." Yeah, <laughs> but there was a there's but there was a genuine honesty around. I know we're just go, we're just going up the road. We're just you know what I mean. He's a good driver. Mm. I'm, I feel safe. And the point of that is, you're not safe. You know what I mean. You have to take every precaution because what was it like? I think I was taught when I started driving is the, just trust yourself, but don't trust anyone else on the road with your life. You know what I mean? Um. Well, I just think it's it's so strong, and even that no seatbelt, no excuses with the diagonal. Hmm. I always remember that. That's uh, yeah, it's a great. That's the cop. The copywriting in it is brilliant. Even from the outset, today mm. Mike is going to hit his girlfriend so hard, she ends up with permanent brain damage. Like that, that line really kind of draws you into the eye, going, "What the heck are we about to watch here?" Kind of thing, yeah. you know. And every that it makes sense afterwards, obviously, because you see how he hits her with, you know without control but mm-hmm. it also gets across the impact of you know how hard bodies can cl- crash against each other um you know b- beyond just seeing the visuals as well so um i just wanted to mention that one because it is i think it is um very cultural mm-hmm. landmark when it comes to, to road safety ads in ireland in particular yeah and i think the other the other thing with it is it also put the onus on the person not wearing the seatbelt that they're the danger. Mm-hmm. That was a huge shift. You know what I mean? It was like, well, I'm not protecting myself, so fuck off. Why do you care? You know, which is a common thread with people. Mm. Um, but it was no, no, no. You're going to, you're going to kill me. So put your fucking seatbelt on. So, um, yeah, no, no, no. Really, it's a good one. It's a good one to call out. Great. Really well. To round off uh, the ad, uh, it's Shane's need to know uh, this week. So can uh, yeah. the floor is yours, Shane. So this one's not so much a need to know. Well, it kind of is because I need to know the answer. But Here I'm going to put go. it out there into the sphere, right? I've <clears throat> obviously been working from home now. I'm seeing an awful lot more daytime television. And daytime television, you'd see an awful lot of TV ads focused on older people. I'm seeing an awful lot of hearing aid ads. Right. Okay, an awful lot of hearing aid ads. My question, or the thing I would need to know, is why the hell have they not subtitled hearing aid ads? It doesn't make any sense to me. There's loads of them that I've done, and I'm not going to name a brand here because there's there's more than one. So it's like 
there's loads of them are around like oh what you're missing out hearing some of them are stories from people talking about what they missed out no subtitles so if the person if you are trying to get people who are hard of hearing and like from when we were kids in college we would talk about accessibility and who who needs to watch this and what how they're going to interact with who's your target audience people who who struggle with hearing subtitles Mm. and i just i i just don't get it and it's it's every time now a hearing aid ad comes up i'm like what guys i was like why why is there not subtitles on this you're one step away from going and another thing no it's just it's because i guess i'm 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 stuck like just walking through the living room now and the tv's on and they're on a lot and it's daytime and it's like every time i see it i'm like this is a this is a real uh, the industry doesn't need to know this, but Shane needs to, I know, need to this. know this. Shane I need so to know fast. whoever's making these ads is the, is this a conscious decision mm. for some reason? Now I know some of them the way they're done, they don't necessarily need subtitles because the only line might be at the end that has a that has text on screen, right? But it's a very is, it, it it opens there, up a, a good conversation about accessibility on TV ads in general because we were. We're so used to seeing subtitles on, on online ads and social pieces because you have to, because a lot of people aren't watching it with the audio on. So you have to get the and the, the, the text out there. Um, so people are a lot more normalized to uh-huh. seeing text on screen. That's not a jarring thing. But this was my thought. Is it because these companies are like, oh yeah, we're targeting older people, right? So there's no online version produced. Because if you make an online version, you're going to make subtitles. Yeah. So are they just making a TV version and no one's discussing subtitles? And it's like, your target audience is hard of hearing. Put subtitles on it. And like the fact that none of them do it, the first one to do it, they'll probably be their sales will increase. I can't, I, can't, I can't wait to see the first one that does it. But it's just... That, that's you making a difference, Shane. That's you making a difference oh, to the hard of hearing. Even if it makes a difference to my life, not to have to watch and be like, <laughs> be like please if I, like if you're a brand that needs subtitles on your hearing aid ads get in cut touch i'll do it <laughs> right? i'll do it free of charge pro bono subtitling for tvc yeah just for hearing aid ads. just for hearing aid ads. yeah um, right it. well i think that's a that's a good spot to leave that uh, this episode there um thanks again for watching and listening everyone if uh, you were listening and you want to see some of the ads uh, you can go to www why did I say www? You can go to workbookfo.ie forward slash podcast to see this all the this week's uh, examples as well as all the archive of previous ones or you could subscribe on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So uh, yeah, that's it for this week. Thanks very much, Shane. And thanks very much, everyone. See you again. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.